Welcome back to Cheeseheads and Arrowheads. I'm Devin Morton, joined by my co-host and loud snapper, Logan Obermiller. Loud snapper. Yep, I, I heard that snap. Uh, we unfortunately were not able to record last week as myself and our lovely producer both came down with the Rona, the, the big vid. No fun. How dare you? Yeah, it was it was not a fun time. All your fault. Definitely sad to miss a podcast week on the first week of the playoffs. But uh, you know, we can cover up on that real quick. I guess I mean, uh, considering both of our teams didn't even play. Yeah. Uh you know, we didn't have to worry about catching the Green Bay game and the Chiefs had the bye. Green Bay basically had a bye. They've they've got a bye this week too. Mm-hmm. Crazy. They're pretty good. Um Give me just a second to pull up the scores. So, uh, go over the wild card round real quick. You started off the weekend with the 49ers beating the Seahawks down 41-14. to Close game. Yep. Or 41-23. to I'm sorry, I said 14. 41-23. to That doesn't make it much closer. No. But, uh, Close game. yeah. Uh, th- this was really the only blowout of the weekend. Um, every other game was neck and neck pretty much the entire time. Uh, the other game on Saturday night was the Jaguars taking on the Chargers. Coming out looking awful. Trevor Lawrence throws four picks. They're down 27-0. It looks like it's game over. Chargers are coming to Arrowhead. And all of a sudden, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars said, hey, we do still know how to play football. Yeah, you know, funny story. So we went out for bowling that night for mother-in-law's birthday. And we're sitting down eating before the game. Beginning of the game starts. Watch the uh, first half blowout. And I just remember right before we started bowling, I was like, man, I really did not expect the Jags to get beat like this tonight. Right. And then, uh, yeah. Bowled a couple rounds, come back, and I caught the game-winning field goal. It's like, uh, what did I just miss? You missed uh, Justin Herbert, who, you know, for like the sixth season in a row was going to be the AFC West champion. You missed him putting up a, a big three points in the second half against Jacksonville and ended up costing his team the game. Uh, so, yeah, my... My dark horse pick moved on to the divisional round. Uh, your first game on Sunday had the Bills hosting the Dolphins. A lot closer game than I would have ever thought it would be. Skylar Thompson held his own. Now, this is partly due to Josh Allen being a turnover machine this year and keeping the Dolphins in the game the entire time. But they took it right down to the wire. Bills get the win 34-31. Uh, some questionable clock management on Mike McDaniels or Mike McDaniel not getting the play call in quick enough with a minute left and you've got a rookie in it quarterback in the playoffs you got to know your plays and you got to get them in quick there's yeah there's no excuse to burn the 40 seconds they burn and then waste their last time out because they were about to take a delay of game penalty or no they they did take a delay of game penalty on fourth and one with the season on the line yeah after the timeout yeah that was, yeah, what? It, it um, was just an awful look. Yeah, 
like that's playoff football two minute drill should be down to a T at this point in the year. I don't care who your quarterback is. Right. Uh, congrats to Skylar Thompson though. You know, hanging with the Bills for that long in a wild card game. Uh, Dolphins get knocked off. Tyreek is suffering the consequences of moving on from the best quarterback in the league. Uh, good thing he's got the most accurate quarterback in the league, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, good jokes. On the bench. Or no, actually, he wasn't even there. Yeah, he he was getting his head right. Yeah. Uh, your next game, your midday game on Sunday was the Giants going to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Now, I did pick the Vikings to win this, but had I known the stats behind it, I would have never picked them. Uh, after the Giants beat the Vikings... It made it six years straight that the number six seed in the NFC has beat the number three seed. I don't know if you knew that. Nope. Yeah, pretty interesting. Giants get the win, 31-24. Kirk Cousins just kind of shit the bed, which we all kind of saw coming, but yeah. I, I figured it would be in a primetime game, not a midday game. Midday Kirk Cousins is built different, you know? Hey, you want to know this thing, though? Pretty what? sure that game was on NBC. Yeah. Uh, the Sunday night game on wild, Super Wild Card Weekend was the Bengals hosting the Ravens. Ravens put up a good fight. Man, that Tyler Huntley fumble on the goal line was just awful. Heartbreaker. You kind of knew at that moment that the game was over. You know, it really makes you wonder what could have been had Lamar Jackson been in. What does that change for what we know now as well? Right. I mean, that, the, that that fumble on the goal line that got returned 97 yards for a touchdown. Uh, there's so many things about that that are weird. Like, the way they stacked the running backs behind them, they were definitely getting ready to push him into the end zone on a sneak. And for some reason, when he's two yards out of the end zone, he jumps and tries to go over the line and get the ball across the plane. And ended up coming up about a yard short of it, or a half yard short of it. Yeah. Ball gets swatted out, return for a touchdown. Game, set, match. Uh, yeah, Bengals advance. And then the Monday night game. I didn't think they could do it, and they finally proved me wrong. They, they finally beat Tom Brady. He's no longer undefeated against Dallas in his career. Sent him packing 31-14. Cowboys get the dub. Tom Brady goes home. Probably his last time we see him in a Tampa Bay uniform. I definitely think so. Uh, before we move on to the divisional round, I understand you have some news from the Packers. I mean, I guess I don't know if I would call it news, but compared to last time we talked, I've definitely switched uh, gears on Aaron Rodgers for next season. I no longer think it's even a possibility he retires. I think he's playing, and I don't know where. Um, I watch. I haven't watched Pat McAfee this week yet, and got to catch all that. But I watched Pat McAfee last week, and um, I don't know if something happened during exit interviews, but it seems like his whole demeanor had completely changed towards what he had said post-game from the Sunday night game. Um, 
it just you could see that he had that fire and it was almost aimed against Green Bay. So I think something happened in those exit interviews that he was not a fan of. Um, yeah, just him saying, could that be in Green Bay? Could that be somewhere else? Like from post game after the game, he says, yeah, I don't think so. To when asked about getting to a different team. And now we jump into today. Get, I mean, I wouldn't say news, but some things that I kind of already figured. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers is traded, it will not be in the NFC. Kind of figured that. They, yeah. they, they don't want to see him multiple times, possibly per year. Naturally. Yeah. You know, it just... His demeanor is completely changed when it comes to how I felt about it after that game. And, uh, yeah, like I said, now today, hearing he will only be traded to the AFC, it does sound like they are going to actively listen to offers from AFC opponents. Um, And the one that has been standing out has been the New York Jets, which is one of the teams I could definitely see him going to and thriving. Not just to follow the Brett Favre trail, you know. I mean, a season there, and then he'll come to bring Minnesota to the NFC Championship and lose. You know, just a Packer quarterback thing. But uh, You think if he goes to uh, New York, you think he'd be able to beat Josh Allen? Because the Bills kind of run that division, and they he's got the Dolphins to contend with. There's two good contenders in that. After that seeing what the Jets did this year with a big question mark at quarterback for the entire season, yeah, I can definitely see that team competing in that division with an elite quarterback. And that's not just an Aaron Rodgers thing. You could send Lamar Jackson because he is possibly moving on. You could send him there, and that's a huge jump. If I had to guess, uh, if Lamar Jackson's changing teams, it more than likely, much like Aaron Rodgers, would not be in the AFC. The Baltimore Ravens would not want to see them see him play against them. No. So they'd send him to the NFC, where they only have to see him once every four years. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think he could compete in that division. Their defense is stellar. They have young, very athletic, great stars, wide receiver, a good running back trio, if you include James Robinson. Um, that team could really do some damage, I think. And then, that brings me to my next thing. You would more than likely say you're not going to see Tom Brady traded in the NFC. So what does that say for next year? Aaron Rodgers leaves. Tom Brady leaves. Both to the AFC. Who do we have left in the NFC? Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott? Jalen Hurts. I mean, yeah, th- but that's it. Yeah. And he's not like your prototypical The, the Eagles are going to run the NFC, oh well, and the 49ers because they can throw anybody in the backfield and succeed. Right, and obviously Brock Purdy, the way he's been playing, has been lights out. He is actually getting those consistent 300-yard games that you did not see with either of the other two. Um, like I said earlier on, I definitely think he's going to be their quarterback moving forward, especially making it this far. Yeah. But, uh, 
anyways, back to the Green Bay side of things. Um, still, even with how everything's been going around this offseason so far, I don't really know how to feel about next year because I think our biggest problem we have has already been said it's not going to be dealt with, being Joe Barry getting to stick out another season as our defensive coordinator. Yep, I saw the tweet today that they wrapped up their final meetings and they won't be back in the building until February 3rd. And with nothing being announced, it sounds like Joe Barry's coming back for another season. Yeah, absolutely awful choice. Horrible. Honestly, makes me question LaFleur as a head coach. I mean... Well, the, the head coach might want him out and the GM might want him in there. Or the president or whoever. Whoever wants him in there needs to get out of there. Because look at coming into the season. We were supposed to be a top 10 defense. We Yes, we had a few injuries, but we failed when it comes to that. Like It still looked like the same old Green Bay defense. You're telling me a 500-yard rushing game against the Eagles is a failure? Yes. No way. Complete mission failure. Um... But yeah, so that and that right there, like, if we would have said we're moving on, there's small things that could be done. Being Aaron Rodgers comes back, that we could be back to being a contender in the NFC, I think. One being DeAndre Hopkins. He has been floated around. He's going to probably be on the move this offseason. That would be great. Get that. Hit the draft nice. Call it a day. See what you can... But then you have the same problem. Because the thing is, is, when you look at our defense on paper, when everyone comes back healthy, we should be a great defense again, but there's that giant question mark of Joe Barry is still running it. It's all about the scheme. Exactly. It's horrible. You see, like, D'Amico Ryan out in San Francisco, what he's doing. Absolutely just great to watch. More than likely going to be a head coach. Oh, yeah. It just... His defense is lights out. It was the same with Robert Sala. And look at him now. Starting to succeed as a head coach. Um, it just, it's... That's going to be our biggest issue, I think. Whether Aaron Rodgers comes back or not, I think our biggest issue is going to be our defense yet again. Um, but that's uh, pretty much all I have. What I do know the... That Aaron Rodgers did say he has not made a decision on his future yet as of today. But, uh, yeah, we didn't figure it would be this soon. Probably be a couple months yet. It is what it is. All right. How about them Chiefs? Well, we'll, we'll circle back to the Chiefs. We're going to go through the rest of the divisional round games, and then we can come back and hit on the Chiefs. How about that? Fine. So, uh, the Chiefs were the early game on Saturday, so the... Primetime game, Saturday night. You had an absolute barn burner, completely one-sided. The Eagles just trouncing the Giants 38-7. Uh, didn't even look like the Giants really wanted to be there. Uh, good on Brian Dayball for you know, bringing the Giants back to the playoffs, getting them that far. Yeah, you got crushed against the Eagles, but, man, those Eagles look unstoppable at this point. And uh, yeah. so far... My my picks have pretty much played out in the NFC where I said that the Eagles and the 49ers would be playing each other, and I maintain that 
the Eagles offense just looks good enough. They're they're going to find a way to beat up on this San Francisco defense. That's where we deferred. We had the same NFC championship. Uh, so, yeah, Eagles move on to the conference championship. The Sunday early game, the Bengals go into Buffalo and hand them a big fat L. This was their year. They were the favorites. Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes. And you lose in the divisional round again. And Josh Allen turned the ball over again. And you guys look like shit again. What is happening? Um, I don't know. Is the Super Bowl window closed in Buffalo? I mean, no. But uh, I do think a big problem that unfortunately happened was Von Miller going down. That was a big mouth in the locker room. Guy that's been there, done that multiple times. When Von Miller was playing for their defense, they were top five in pressures in the league. When Von Miller went out, they dropped into the mid-20s in pressures. Yeah. And that's his on-the-field presence, and his off-the-field presence is just as big. So I think that was a huge hit to that team. They were really relying on his leadership and him being ready to go with that big new contract. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Buffalo's been taunting all year that yeah, we're the we're the big bad guys. You got to come up and play us in the snow. You had a snow game against a team that's not used to it, and you got beat. They they gave you the beats at home. Beat you by seventeen. Pack it up. Try again next year. In your element. Yeah. But what happened to Green Bay last year? I have uh, no doubt that they'll be. More people picking them to win the Super Bowl again next year. You know, every single ESPN analyst picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl this year. Each and every one of them. They had a different team in the Super Bowl against Buffalo, but all of them picked Buffalo to win it. Sucks to suck. Problem. Move it on. Uh, The late game on Sunday, the 49ers beat the Cowboys 19-12. to Close one. What did you think of it? Um, I think the score was closer than the game. Um, yeah, it's only a one-score game, but it felt like it was out of hand the entire game, just and mostly from Dak's play. I mean, he did what, like I said, your problems that come to bite you a little bit here and there during the season tend to show their fangs when it comes to that big game. Yep. And it did. Dak had two costly turnovers. Uh, another big issue that reared its ugly head again was Mike McCarthy's clock management. Uh, I don't know that you can blame it as much on Mike as you can the offense itself. It's 50-50, honestly. You know, you, you get the ball back with just over two minutes left. You go three and out. And on fourth down, your offense doesn't know if they're going for it or if you're kicking and you waste 40 seconds of time running your punting team out there, punt the ball away. You look like It looks like San Francisco is going to end the game on you, just ice it. Their running back runs out of bounds. You stop them. You get the ball back with a minute left, no timeouts. And the first pass play, you throw an eight-yard out route to Dalton Schultz. you got to go 75 yards, and you throw 
an eight yard out route. What are you doing? And I mean, they ended up burning way too much time, and uh, in the end, it came down to one one final play. They lined up in the strangest formation you've ever seen. Dax on Dax at center snaps the ball back, or Zeke. Zeke's at center snaps the ball back. Immediately gets blown up by the nose tackle. Dak hits his receiver nine yards down the field. A receiver gets smoked as soon as he catches the ball. Game over. Yeah, there was a lot of questions when it come to that. Like, I didn't really have so much a problem with the shot to Dalton Schultz. Um, I don't remember if it was Allen or if it was like the next play that was called complete and then called back. That was also like, to Schultz. That was that, another that was out a bigger play. Um, but that would have got them into Hail Mary range. That was and where uh, Schultz kind of got careless and he thought yeah. he had two feet down and just stepped out instead just, of trying to drag his feet. Yeah, he just like gave up on the play like, ah, no, we're good, I got this. And cost them their season. I mean, not that they definitely could have went down and scored in that time, but that ended their season by not getting them in a position to make that Hail Mary pass. And then you get to that play. When it came out lined up like that, I was like, this could be a really cool play. Like, this looks interesting. And that was the worst execution of a final play I've ever seen in my life. From I think, ju- judging by how they lined up, I think the plan was for Zeke not to get wrecked as soon as he snapped the ball, which I don't know why you wouldn't plan for that. And then... After the receiver catches it, I imagine Zeke is supposed to be running upfield and he laterals it and has a flying wedge on either side to choose from to run behind. Right. Instead, Zeke gets blown up as soon as he snaps it and the whole play is screwed. But even then, I feel like Dak could have made a different pass, a shorter pass, not lead him into getting speared out of the middle of the air. Horrible. Like, just terrible execution. Agreed. Uh, yes. I did want to go back a little oh, bit yep. on the uh, Bengals-Bills game because I got to talk about Josh Allen. I want to talk a little bit about Joe Cool. Joe Burr. Dude, here he is again in the playoffs. They're looking really good. And you got Joe Burrow, and we haven't really included him in that elite-level quarterback. I, I think he's there. He... And I heard a couple people say about the same thing, and it made so much sense. He is the best at playing the quarterback position to a T. Like what you think of as a quarterback, but he's not the best player playing quarterback. And it made so much sense because I get that, you know, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, he just plays the game, uses his head, he doesn't do anything flashy, crazy. And then you got not even so much Josh. I'd put Joe Burrow above Josh Allen after what I've seen this year. Um, But then you got Mahomes, who is obviously the best player in the football league, who is being a quarterback, but also doing all these other things that you don't see. So, but it made sense to me. He's great at, he's the best at playing that position. And it made sense. Right. But yeah, Joe Burrow, Bengals looking great. Um, this will kind of let you lead into the Chiefs game. Here we have my chance at my prediction coming true from 
what was that week 11 when you guys played the Bengals? I said uh, they're going to get you here in the regular season. You're going to get them in the off season. And playoffs, but I I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, postseason. There you go. There we go. But uh, yeah, and still think you got a pretty good shot at doing it. But there is a little crutch to the issue. Very Tell clever. us what happened. Very clever. Yeah, so uh, the Chiefs got the win Saturday, 27-20. We were a field goal away from having the exact same score we had in Week 10 when we played the Jaguars. Dang it. So close. Uh, yeah, first drive, Chiefs came out, looked great. Mahomes had a little jump pass, looking like Kobe. The offense was rolling. Go down, score a quick touchdown to Kelsey. We got 87 rolling right out the gate, which is always a good sign. Uh, stop. Jaguars had the ball to start the game. We uh, forced them into a three and out. Good on the defense. Our defense, I'll get, I'll circle back around to it, but I think they played a great game. Uh, Those first couple drives were some of the best football I've ever watched in my life by the Chiefs offense. The way they were going, like it just looked, just everything was so smooth. Uh, every the timing. Everything was perfect. Mahomes doing crazy plays. Just beautiful football. It was tragic moment coming. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs' next drive, the, uh, Mahomes is leading them down the field. They're doing just fine. And the pocket kind of started to collapse. He tried to step up. Orlando Brown Jr., as he's so good at, uh, was failing on his blocking assignment. And Arden Key comes down on the back of Mahomes' leg, gets twisted up, uh, ends up he has a high ankle sprain from it. They are trying to figure out what to do. He runs over to get taped up. They start the play clock. He limps back out onto the field, runs another play, hands it off with one leg, hopping backwards, just gutting it out. Scary. Yeah. Uh, Unreal that he was on the football field. Yeah. Came right back out, handed it off, uh, took it to the second quarter, ran over, got taped real quick, and I think he ended up finishing the drive, which... It was a field goal. Yeah, it, it ended about three plays later when yeah. they couldn't pick up the first down. And they ended up kicking a 50-yard field goal. Butker, speaking of field goals, was on his A game in the playoffs, and I'm very happy to see that. I hope... We have no kicking issues this whole For run. For sure. We've uh, seen what that can do to a team. So, yeah. Uh, then the Jags go three and out. They punt the ball. It gets down on our two-yard line. And Coach Reed pulls Mahomes to get him evaluated. He was pissed. He, he was. Um, if you're any good at reading lips, you could see Mahomes talking to Coach Reed and Rick Burkholder, our no. uh, top um, uh, why can't I think of the word? Medical staff. Yeah, medical trainer. And I'm I'm guessing what Rick was telling Coach Reed was, you know, we need to get it evaluated, make sure he didn't break anything. We're we're gonna need to pull him from the game. And yeah, Mahomes is staring at Coach Reed, saying, "No, no, no. fuck no, you're not pulling me yeah. out." And uh, yeah, they they ended up pulling him for that drive. Bring Chad Henney in. Anything is possible. Any given Saturday, he he just. 
He saves us once again in the divisional round of the playoffs. Longest postseason drive in Chiefs history. Takes it 98 yards down the field. Just in the eternal words of Hank Stram, matriculating the ball down the field. And gets 87. First off, he got 87 over the middle. First play as he's standing in his own end zone. He had no fear. And, yeah, drove it all the way down. Got 87, another touchdown. Uh, Travis Kelsey ended the day with 98 receiving yards. He is now one yard away from passing Rob Gronkowski in most receiving yards by a tight end in postseason history. Uh, With that, he's also 155 yards away from being second all-time in receiving yards in postseason history, but behind the one and only Jerry Rice. No one's getting that one. Yeah, Dude played too long. I don't think Kelsey's going to catch him. Uh, But yeah, uh, a great drive by Henny. Just came in, looked real comfortable in the offense. Love to see it. Uh, the Jags ended up scoring uh, on the kickoff immediately after they got a, I think it was a 70-yard return, 64 or something like that. They drove the ball 30 yards down the field, scored the touchdown. Now, on on the touchdown, you know, I said our defense played great. There was two things that I think our defense failed at. The first one being the touchdown on that drive where for some reason with the way it was drawn up along with how Jacksonville lined up, you had defensive end George Karloftis covering Christian Kirk out of the backfield. Uh, I don't know how that ended up happening. I'm sure they'll fix whatever it was. Uh, You could see Snead and Karloftis talking before the play. Looks like they were trying to figure out their blitz assignment. Sneed ended up rushing the ball or rushing the quarterback. So I, I'm sure that, you know, if the Bengals try to employ something like that, they'll have some court, sort of call now to call off the blitz. Karloftis, you go rush the quarterback. Sneed's going to drop back into coverage since he's a little faster and knows what he's doing back there. Yep. So, yeah, we had that one mess up. Jags scored. Uh, come out in the second half. Mahomes returns to play with a heavily taped right ankle. Um, still hopping. Yeah, he, he was still hopping. You could tell he was in quite a bit of pain. Uh, didn't look super fantastic, but, you know, he gutted it out. He comes out there, and I think it was the third play back, and he rushed for a first down. Yep. Yeah, I, I did that, not like that. At that point... I said, this jersey is going to end up in Canton, Ohio. Yeah, he uh, he gutted that one out. That was his, his Jordan flu game, if you will. Yeah, I mean, what he did, still throwing jump touchdown passes. Did he have 500 yards? No. But if you watch that game, you know that was a top 10, maybe top 5 quarterback performance ever. Uh, one of the other great things from Saturday, I forgot to mention on the Chad Henney drive. Uh, you had Isaiah Pacheco popping off a 30-yard run. Uh, you know, they were just running a simple inside zone. He sees that the A-gap's going to be closed, bounces it outside, and has all the space in the world. And Patience is key. He hit the boosters and took off. You really got to see his speed there. And Still unfortunately, he got knocked go. off at the... Yeah, he got, he got knocked off at the five-yard line. Happens. But... Uh, Good on him. Electric you know, play. Yeah, I love to see seventh rounders succeeding. Um, 
he he really did step in and take a grown man's job. I don't think Clyde's going to see the field as a chief anymore. I hope he doesn't anyways. No reason for him to. Right. Um, we got good play out of all of our running backs again. Well, both of our running backs again. Uh, you know, you had McKinnon absolutely decleating a defensive lineman. McKinnon's the best right guard playing <laughs> running back in the league. You can't convince me otherwise. So tiny. He He's small, but he's mighty. Yeah. Doesn't matter who's real. running at him. He's going to punch him in the chest and knock him back a step. But, uh, yeah, you love to see that. Mahomes ended up getting out the win, man. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of my dark horse pick for making it to the divisional round. But I feel like everybody in the league kind of knew that this is where their Cinderella story ended. Uh, they had already lost once in Arrowhead. And it's, it's hard to come into Arrowhead and win, especially in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, them and the Giants, I think, are both in very good spots. For sure. Um. Leads you to the question, does Daniel Jones earn his right to stay with that season? Vanilla Vic? I don't know. I mean, you know, about all these quarterbacks, you just get this feeling. And it's that, as cliche as it might sound, it's that it factor. Mm -hmm. And there's all these other quarterbacks, you can feel it, and you can feel it grow with them. It's that Madden X factor. Really, though. Daniel Jones doesn't have that. He's, I guess you could say, proven his right to start again. But he's like a Kirk Cousins. I mean, he just doesn't have it. And I don't think he ever will. He's going to be a great, you know, kind of like Tannehill too. He's good franchise. I wouldn't good even journeyman say quarterback. Yeah, good journeyman quarterback. He's going to win you games. He'll get you to the playoffs, but he ain't going to get you to the dance. Uh, with that said, our conference championships are lined up. 2 o'clock on Sunday, you got the Eagles hosting the 49ers. I got the Eagles moving on. They're going to beat up on that 49ers offense. No. Or defense, rather. No. Oh, yeah. Joey. Uh, Nick Bosa going to be coming for that ass. All right. He might be, but, man, that offense for the Eagles looks real scary. It does, but like I said before, I mean, this defense, it uh, one of the best I've seen. And, hey, I don't remember who said it, but I seen it on TV not long ago this season. It made good sense. Defense wins championships, which is this weekend. Good quarterbacks win Super Bowls. That they do. Um, yeah, the Chiefs are hosting the 5th Annual Arrowhead Invitation, inviting the, the Bengals back for another round. We get to see round four of Burrow versus Mahomes. So, I don't want to cut you off too early, but how were you feeling with the Bills-Bengals game? Who were you want? We didn't get to talk last week. Who were you wanting since... You I, I honestly didn't have a preference. If the Bills won, I was ready to watch the team go to Atlanta and play them on a neutral site. And if the Bengals won, it just meant we got to host another game in Arrowhead. Yep. I was, uh, I, was wondering, I didn't really care either way who won. I was just ready to see who we were going to play. Say, cause you heard some people saying, you know, they, they're cheering on the Bengals so they can get the AFC championship again. And on the other hand, you got the other guys saying, well, they're and three against Joe Burrow. Let's get Buffalo again. Yeah. So. I, I don't take a whole lot of stock in, 0-3 against Joe Burrow. We are, but uh, 
you know, it's all it's always come down to one or two plays that just kind of tilt the game in the Bengals' favor. Um, last year in the AFC Championship game, you had that play right before halftime where uh, Patrick hits Tyreek Hill on an out little out route that should have gotten him into the end zone. He doesn't get in, and that's the half. And then this year's regular season game, you got Kelsey fumbling the ball on a drive where it looked like the Chiefs were getting ready to go down and score and take a two-possession lead. Things happen. I think if the Chiefs can uh, you know, get pressure on Burrow, which for some reason with his awful offensive line, for some reason they struggled to pressure Joe Burrow. But if they can get pressure on him, I think we'll be just fine. Uh, you know, I, I said that Last year in the AFC Championship game, all we did was play press man coverage on Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, and it didn't work. We needed to play zone. Well, we played zone against them in the regular season, and we got cut up still. Uh, you know, I, honestly, if if we're going to play press man coverage, that's great, but somebody has to get to Burrow. We've got to have him on the ground two, three, four times for us to stay in this. If you're allowing him to stand back there and survey and look at all of his targets, he's going to find somebody because you've got two rookies back in the defensive backfield or three rookies back in the defensive backfield. Somebody's going to get open out of that group. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, f- I feel good. Honestly, even with a banged up peg leg, Patty Mahomes, I think we'll be okay. He's still good enough to win the game. He is. Uh, even at 80%, he's, Still a lot better than a lot of quarterbacks in this league. A lot of starting quarterbacks a in this lot. league. Uh, yeah, I, I can't give you an official score prediction, but I, it's obviously going to be a tightly contested game. Three it has game? been every time. I'm sorry. Three-point game? Yeah, maybe. It's always uh, a three-point game. Uh, it, it's always close when we play the Bengals. They're a tough team. They've earned their right to say they're one of the top dogs in the AFC now. But... Uh, I think Mahomes gets the better of him and gets his third AFC championship win. Moves on to have an all Kelsey Brothers Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm super excited to watch that game. I'm gonna be happy either way it goes down. Um I gotta ride with the Chiefs because that was my week eleven prediction. I'm gonna call it week eleven. I don't remember exactly which week it was, but it was around there. Um It was about that time when we played them, so I got right. I gotta stick with that. Because we made it this far with all the unlikely things that could have happened and this not be there. So, got to ride with them. But uh, Joe Cool comes out there and does what he did last year again. Be cool to watch as well. Yeah, should be a good time. Um, I got Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl if you're taking the Chiefs and the 49ers. I'd be alright with that too. We can give them a little hot and ready 30 piece in the Super Bowl since we put up 40 on them already. That is the game that I want to see. I would love to see the Chiefs and the Niners again. I think it would be obviously not exactly the same, but I think it would be very similar to the Super Bowl we saw when the Chiefs won. Because the Niners had a great defense that year and they, they had didn't have the Purdy boy though. They had the same guy, though. They had Jimmy Garoppolo back there. It's the same guy, different name. Brock Purdy's got that it factor. 
my man Brock Purdy plays in an offense that was built for any quarterback to step into. You could put Derek Carr in that offense, and I bet you'd say he's one of the best in the league. Still riding hot with Brock Purdy. You can ride his dick all you want. But, in the meantime, you can uh, send us in your official Super Bowl predictions and all your other hot takes to cheeseandarrows22 at gmail.com. You can follow us on our social media. We like to share some of the information that comes out midweek when you know we've already recorded and things are still coming out in the news. And oh, I didn't mention the name of the socials. That's important. Maybe. Yeah. Facebook is Cheeseheads and Arrowheads. Twitter and Instagram it is Cheese in Arrows. Give us a follow on there. Send in the hot takes. Yeah, send them in. We want to hear if you're riding on Brock Purdy as hard as Logan is. Logan, go Chiefs. Aladdin. Yum, 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 yum. For fuck's sake.